The view to the southeast of Framlegate Bridge is dominated by Durham Castle and Durham Cathedral as they tower over the River Weir and the rest of the city. When the community of St Cuthbert arrived in 995, the place they came to was called Dunholme, which combined the old English word for hill, Dun, with the Norse for island, Home. The community had fled their home on the island of Lindisfarne some time earlier, following Viking invasions that started in 793. They left their monastery, carrying with them the body of St Cuthbert, relics buried with him and their substantial archive of manuscripts. This raid is documented in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, a collection of old English records written at the court of Alfred of Wessex. It says of the 793 Viking invasion, In this year, fierce, foreboding omens came over the land of the Northumbrians, and the wretched people shook. There were excessive whirlwinds, lightning, and fiery dragons were seen flying in the sky. These signs were followed by great famine, and a little after those, the same year, on 6th Ides of January, the ravaging of wretched heathen men destroyed God's church at Lindisfarne. The life of St Cuthbert is documented by Bede, the story of an Anglo-Saxon bishop and saint told by a venerated Anglo-Saxon monk and scholar. We will hear more of Cuthbert and Bede. Durham Castle was built by the Normans in the 11th century to defend the troublesome border with Scotland and control local English rebellions. Both were real threats in the years immediately following the Norman conquest. Robert de Cons, the first Earl of Northumberland, appointed by William the Conqueror, was brutally murdered in Durham, along with his entourage, as he travelled north to take up his seat. This led directly to what is known as the Harrying of the North, a series of campaigns waged by William during the winter of 1069 to 1070 to subjugate northern England. The Harrying of the North was documented at the time by the Anglo-Norman chronicler, Orderic Vitalis. His account is harrowing, though subsequent historians have questioned its accuracy. It begins, Nowhere else had William shown such cruelty. Shamefully he succumbed to this vice, for he made no effort to restrain his fury and punished the innocent and the guilty. In his anger he commanded that all crops and herds, chattels and food of every kind, should be brought together and burned to aches with consuming fire, so that the whole region north of the Humber might be stripped of all means of sustenance. Today Durham Castle houses University College Durham. The college was formed in 1832 as the first college of Durham University, moving into the castle in 1837. William Wordsworth was given an honorary doctorate of civil law from Durham University in 1838 and dined at the castle. Whilst in Durham, Wordsworth visited his friend, the antiquarian and librarian of Durham Cathedral, James Rain, who lived at Crook Hall on the north side of the city. They walked to the ruins of Finkel Priory, three miles away. We know of this excursion because Rain's daughter, the writer Margaret Rain Hunt, made a record of it. James Rain had written a history of Durham Cathedral, of which Wordsworth had a copy, and Rain had recently written a history of Finkel Priory, a Benedictine priory dissolved in 1538 by Henry VIII. Rain was therefore suitably qualified to act as a guide to Wordsworth, 
who had a long-standing interest in monastic life. Wordsworth had used Rain's History of Durham Cathedral and the Ecclesiastical History of the English People by Bede as material for research into church history as he prepared his sonnet series, Ecclesiastical Sketches, which was published in 1822. Wordsworth was deeply interested in Bede's life and work and celebrated him in the sonnet Reproof, published in 1869. But what if one, though grave or flowery mead, indulging thus at will the creeping feet of a voluptuous indolence should meet the hovering shade of venerable bead. <laughs>